and we are live good morning everyone this is day <laughs> this is day four without without any football day four with no football i finally knew that um, i'm seeing some strange people in my life i don't know i actually know them for a long time this is what games without football can really do for you jesus christ it's a it's a freaking boring weekend i must say it's very boring without the prem Without any form of football, I'm having to watch highlights of previous seasons just to make me feel better. Is this, oh God, coronavirus is just... Uh, talking, on today's episode, I'll be talking about um, the happenings of this past week. Um, the happenings of this past week. And um, also, I'll be talking about um, the coronavirus scare. I know that affected the global game. I'll also be talking about potential happenings for the league games as, as it stands. So we'll start. So in this past week, they just this past week, we had them um, Champions League games played behind closed doors. We had them um, some games were played with fans, some were played behind closed doors. Um, the the PSG Dortmund game was played behind closed doors. The um, um, I think Valencia Atalanta game behind closed doors. So lots of games played behind closed doors. Then on Wednesday, I was happy because Liverpool were knocked out of the Champions League. Happy now. Not like I hate Liverpool per se, but sort of not really I hate them. I just didn't I just couldn't stand the I just didn't stand the constant ass kissing from the media who kept reminding us of how they are the best team ever. When they literally are not, they're like, oh this is the best could it be the best man? I'm like, come on, you guys have not even done they've only won the champion about to win the league. Yes, the margin is very wide, we know. But as far as apart from them being very good, other things have been very poor. So the gap is always can't be closed within that as a result of that. So when when we you see such conversations, it just makes you know that I just want these guys to shut the hell up. And you could feel that the media were hurt by it because on Sunday supplement, these guys were talking about how Simeone was happy that his team was bashed. He saw his team got battered, that Simeone was probably happy to see, because the way he was celebrating to see. So I'm like, are you kidding me? Simeone is happy that his team got bashed. Christ above. The guy won home and away. You think he cares if his team got bashed on the night? This guy got... He, he knocked a Liverpool home and away. Listen, there's winning at one leg and winning the other one not gate. This guy won both legs officially against Liverpool. Get that into perspective, okay? That's one. Now, when you you um, so they got knocked out. Now, then um, on Thursday the Europa League games. Um, I think I, I didn't really watch all the Europa League games because I was really pissed off from the first games of on Wednesday or Tuesday. I mean I expected it but I was disappointed. Let's, let's, I, didn't, I didn't really expect sports to qualify but it's just normal to feel bad if your team loses. So the Europa League games, um Wolves drew away to um to um Olympiacos. They stole a draw like the last minute. Um um I think yeah Celtic Celtic are out. Rangers they lost to um um Leverkusen. Leverkusen. They lost Leverkusen. I think it was three one. Then um Wolfsburg also won on the ninth. So it was an all around good week for German teams again in Europe. Now to the to the main aim to one of the main I mean the elephant in the room right now is the coronavirus that has taken over everything, right? So the premier the all the league football games have been put on hold now as a result of this virus. You've seen where teams don't play anymore. Teams can't play because they're trying to minimize the spread and so after the Europa League game, we got news that they're gonna all the games 
of this week, the, the Champions League games that will be happening this week, the Europa League games, they've all been postponed. They're not going to be played. They're just postponed, all of them. Now, the Premier League, the funny thing about Premier League, Premier League, all the other leagues were dropping, were postponing their games. The Premier League were the only, really like the last ones to postpone their games. Until Otsino Doyle of Chelsea, Chelsea winger, and um, Arsenal manager Ateta, when they got the virus, that's when the Premier League had to like, okay, we're postponing it. Even when there were signs that, listen, this could happen. Olympiacos, not Olympiacos, the Olympiacos owner had it. Even when the signs were there, they were not ready to postpone. But when they finally, when Ateta got it, that was when they had to postpone the league. Postpone the league. Now, the implication of this season is Liverpool have, to, they are two wins away from winning the league. Because I think Man City lost their last game. Liverpool, they won, I think they won their last game. So Liverpool, are, they, were four, they were five wins. Now, they are two wins away from winning the league. And the league has been put on hold right now. Now, looking at the potential implications of what could happen if um, the league does not, get, if the league does not get resumed in time, if the league get, the season gets void, if we just avoid the potential, looking at the potentials, right? What could happen? What could happen if the league does not end? Which is very likely, because nobody knows when this virus is going to be curbed. Nobody knows at the moment. We're all just living, you know, with the way we we um we can. Nobody knows when the virus is going to close. Everybody's just trying to do what they can. And I, I'm not going to go all political on this video because there are many on this or on this um episode. Because to be honest with you, there are many things I'm seeing politically that I just, I just laugh. I shake my head and I laugh. If you, okay, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, the EU are suffering. The EU, the, the EU, they, they have, they are suffering this spread of. Coronavirus, the hot, they're like the hotbed of coronavirus right now. I mean, aside Asia, where it was just China and all that, China they've been able to curb their situation, right? But the EU, the EU, they've been struggling to curb this whole coronavirus thing. Guess why? Open borders, the EU have open borders. The countries that have very, very strict with their borders, they've had the most minimal, I mean, you've, they may have the cases, but like minimal cases, the death cases, you know, Russia closed their border. They have 6,000 mile border. They closed it immediately. All these things that happened, they closed their borders. Hungary, Poland, these countries that are strict with immigration, they were, they were good at, they would only keep their borders really tight. And all these, they, they had minimal cases compared to Germany, France, um, um, Germany, France, all these countries with open borders that are just open, even um, Cyprus, um, Cyprus, um, Italy, this, countries that have free movement amongst themselves they've had they have this problem because when you say when someone when they went to close their borders the eu were like don't close your borders you know and look what happened anyway i'm debating a bit i'm not supposed to talk about this this is a football podcast so um i'm sorry about that so we've we've seen what could really happen and frankly speaking sports are having a terrible season i'm really happy that sports didn't play this weekend because <laughs> I'm very happy sports is not playing this game. It's been another week for me, sports week for me. Because sports are playing my United. My United are in form. Sports are struggling. Because sports have, have like, um, they've drawn one game in all competitions in the last few games, right? Losing streak pretty much. Um, Drew against Burnley. And they're playing my United. My United are, are in form. They have not a full strength squad, but they have they still have firepower to hurt us, right? And sports have Kane out, Bergwijn out, Son out. So all the attacking options are gone, right? The only players that could play up front are probably Dele Ali, Mora, and Lamela, and somebody off the bench. Like there's nothing. Sports do not have anything. 
only a first level. So now we're looking at Sun, Kane, Sissoko, Bergwijn. These guys could be back before when all this thing blows over. When all this is has ended, these guys will be back. So the United game that's been postponed is a blessing these guys for sports. I mean, for me too, because I mean, I don't want to see my weak sport again by that team. <laughs> They've done enough damage for these past few weeks. <laughs> so, people are saying the season could be voided. Like, because at this rate, if there's no football this week, no Champions League, I mean, these guys have to finish their competition. The Euros is this year. The Euros will be happening this year. The Premier League ends in, um, I think, May. No, April. April, May. I can't remember when the season ends. I can't remember right now. I think I remember before, before this episode was over. Premier League ends at that time. And you're looking at... Um, the Champions League is running. Champions League ends by June. They just when the final is played. Champions League Europa League final, I think, by May ending. But it's like a week before. So sometimes if it falls in June, but I know it's they are a week apart. I think in the midweek is Europa League, then um, on the weekend is the Champions League. But not really a week apart, some days apart from each other. So you get my point. So when you have these things running, there are no competition that should be playing today. They're not going to be played. So there's this long gap between the Champions League um, final and semi-final. That long gap could be eaten into. But now when nobody, there's, there's this era of uncertainty that could happen. We are this this space we are on right now is eating up into those gaps, into that gap, right? That's one. Champions League has to finish for the Euros to start. The Euros starts in the summer, right? And the Euros for the Euros to start, the Premier League has to finish. Um, all the other has to finish. Now looking at players who their contracts end by 30th of June. Now if the Premier League extends beyond 30th of June, you're looking at players like Ventongen. Ventongen's contract is expiring this year. Ventongen. Um, there are many players in other teams that don't really know much. I think William too expires this year, 30th of June. You're looking at players around all these Premier League teams who, who their contracts end by 30th of June. What happens? Are they going to play? Even when if the season starts beyond their contract, are they going to play? They're not going to have to play because their contract already expired. And there's no stipulation in their contract that says if an epidemic happens, because nobody expects an epidemic to happen. If an epidemic happens, that this, this, you see play beyond your contract. Nobody knows that. It's probably the player comes in and says, oh, in good faith, I'm going to do this. So you're looking at a situation where all teams, and these players get to still be paid, right? All teams, things are on hot right now. There's no um, no football going on. So you you just think where the should be voided. And obviously, it's going to be unfair on Liverpool, because Liverpool, they have worked hard and they have, they have this gap i know see listen we all know Liverpool are going to win the league but the truth is we just can't say um this for this really let's award Liverpool the league because the gap is too wide because you don't know if Liverpool could lose all their remaining even though it's highly unlikely but we're not ruling it out Liverpool could lose all their remaining games all of them must win all the remaining games and catch Liverpool because as long as there's still that possibility that can, that can happen I know it's not going to happen, even if you see what's going on, but that possibility of that happening, as long as it is still there, well, you can't, you can't just, we can't just say Liverpool are going to win the league, it's a showing, even though it, we know it is, because nobody can catch them, that command can, don't think they can, so, it's a very crazy situation, and nobody has ever explained this situation before, I mean, I look back into the World War, when the World War happened, when the league was shot, was stopped for, I think they even had to use White Hat Lane as, as a, um, to fight war at one point, but, they had to halt the league, stop leagues, but they were still playing leagues like football, even amongst their smaller parts, even during the World War. So there's not, it wasn't even as serious as this, although leagues were stopped, but they just stopped for some time and they continued. 
but even though people were still playing league game football amongst themselves and smaller parts, people were still playing football. But this one, this virus is how it doesn't want contact. You, you can't con- have contact with people. So you can't play football random with just anybody because the person could have the virus, carry it and come and play and you touch, you make contact. And So it's crazy. It's a very crazy situation that mankind has been in, has entered. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how this is going to play out. But the truth is, personally, because sports have a terrible season, <laughs> being selfish, <laughs> I wanted to cancel this season. <laughs> but <laughs> there's no way Amazon would do that. I'm mean, sorry, there's no way that there's. I mean, I, was, I want to selfish you, but Amazon, they're recording this season and they would definitely play it. So even if they're cancel this, they will remind me of this horrible season. <laughs> so. Amazon, they're recording this season was was all or nothing. That I don't know whose idea is that. It looked like a financial idea, a good financial idea at the time. But we had all seen this cover. I'd be like, nah, we're not doing this. We don't want to do this. <laughs> I mean, you've got the Premier League now suspended. So sorry, I'm I'm sorry I played around a bit. But back to the main issue, right? You um have the Premier League out till that time. Now nobody knows when it's gonna end. Nobody knows when this thing is going to end. So they just put in dates. They said to the 4th of April. So they know what to do. So the 4th of April is not even certain they're going to play football on the 4th of April. It's just when the 4th of April comes, they could meet again and say, okay, we're going to have to push it again. That's, this is literally the whole thing in football right now. Personally, I, I think this season should be voided. I'm sorry, okay, I'm being biased a bit. But um, the truth is this. I think this season should be voided. They should cancel the Euros. Probably push it to next year. It's an opportunity for them to change the timing of the Euros then. The Euros probably next year. Or, I'm, I'm thinking, these are my options I'm raising though. Or, as Rooney said, Rooney said that they could potentially make it this way, right? Where, if the virus ends at, at, a, certain amount of time, at a certain time, then they just play out the season into Christmas. So, it's an opportunity for them to change the, ta- the calendar of the leagues. Because the Qatar World Cup is 2022, right? And it's... It's going to be played in December, that's um, in, in, um, in the winter, because it's very hot in Qatar during the summer. So it's going to be played during the winter, the World Cup, according to Rooney. And they're looking at the case where these um, team they have to, because it's going to be really hot. And so he's saying, why don't you play out the season by December, and then we start the new season by January next year or February next year. You play out the season across the year, you get me, instead of... You know the cycle it's been played in, so so that by the time the World Cup comes, they will know how to halt. You know they will, they won't have issues trying to scramble and change up their calendar. I think it's a good idea personally, but personally, I I mean sports players will be back by the time you know whenever this thing blows over because they are recovering. Kane will be back, so I'm really excited that those guys will be back. It's quite selfish, but at least it's good that they will be back. So that's what I think, and it's mad that Liverpool have waited 30 years to win the league and now it's it's the virus that is going to stop that's going to st- potentially stop them winning the league it's 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 an option and also there's also another stipulation why it's going to be difficult to avoid this is because you need 14 teams 14 teams have to agree for this to be 14 out of the 20 have to say okay we want the season voided which is going to be hard because l- let's let's look at the teams that are having good seasons let me show you why 14 is not possible it's it's very hard liverpool will never agree to avoid the season one um, Wolves will not agree to avoid the season. That's true. I want to mention. I could mention seven teams that will say they don't want the season voided, right? That mean they may say we don't want it voided. Six or seven or so. They, they may say we know 
Liverpool don't want to avoid it. Wolves don't want to avoid it. Man, you will not. Because man, you'll be like, oh, we have a chance now. Chelsea will not want to avoid it. That's four. Sheffield United, they're having the best season of their life. They will not they will not want it to be avoided. That's five now. Um, this team, um, one of all those teams that are safe right now, that are just safe. Is it Crystal Palace also? Yeah, I think Crystal Palace, all these teams that are just safe. They won't want this. That's six already. They won't want this team voided. This is six already. Maybe not Crystal Palace, but the most unlikely of the other 14 could say, we don't want it voided. We want it to carry on. We think we have a chance. Exactly. But I'm sure Watford... Norwich City, these guys would, would, wouldn't care because it's, it's going to favor them either way. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, we'll, see, we'll see how this season goes. But for my, in my opinion, this is just potential, potential. I just want to see how it goes. I don't know. I just want to see how it goes. So I'll take a break right now. Okay, I'm back. And I'll be talking. I mean, even though there's a COVID, even though there's the elephant, even though the elephant in the room exists, right? I will still have to talk about other football-related things. We hope, we pray for the best as it stands. We pray for the best. So I'm talking about transfer windows, potential ins, potential outs, and all that. So it's not it's not rocket science that Spurs need a new goalkeeper because Hugo Lloris has been really really poor at the back recently. He's making like the thing with Hugo. I made I said I made a joke where I said if you watch the Atletico Madrid game versus Liverpool. Um, Yano Black made lots of key saves in that game. He was unstoppable. He was immense in that game. Now I said Hugo Lloris, right, will make all those saves and make one error, and Liverpool could end up scoring. Like that is the kind of person Hugo Lloris is. One of the most he could he could take all the fiery shots, catch all of them, save them, right. But one ball will just roll through. Like that is potentially probably be the one that could just. You get me? He just ends up considering the most key goals. He could make amazing saves, but he just means the key goals. I think it's time to, to get... Spurs need to get a new goalkeeper. A new class goalkeeper that will come in and say, I'm the number one. And Loris has to be relegated. Maybe because his competition is not strong enough. He, I think that's pretty important. He needs real competition. He's a fantastic goalkeeper, but I think probably needs competition. But those errors are just too stupid. We see where he's making his errors. And... When you want to challenge, you want to win trophies, you do not need to be making such errors. Those errors could cost you in the long run. I mean, I'm not going to make Liverpool... I'm, I'm saying this one over again. Liverpool, Carrios was making errors. What did they do? They got Alisson. Skerte was making errors. What did they do? They got Van Dijk. It's not rocket science. When you know a player is making too many errors. Although Lovren has been the one that maybe that was that managed to stay still. I don't know why. But you get my point. When you see someone making so much errors, so much errors... Even if you are winning every game 5 nil, 6 nil, 10 nil, there are games where you will need to win 1 nil. And that player could make it 1 1. And you've lost points. You've dropped 2 points because of that. So you need a goalkeeper. So supposedly the goalkeeper is the fact. Um, I, I, by January, when January came in, we thought that you know it's going to be a chance to get a new striker, to get um, a defensive midfielder. Maybe not the centre back, but these two positions were most key. And Spurs got a, a midfielder. Not a defensive midfielder, though, but a midfielder gets in Fernandez. I'd have preferred a GM personally, but the goal gets in Fernandez. Okay, no problem. Kusoko was injured. Okay, no problem. But I expected them to see go into the market and try to get another DM. They didn't. Get a DM, they didn't. A striker? Yes. They got Bergwijn. Yes, I like the fact that Bergwijn was signed too. I'd have, and I'm not going to say Bergwijn, preferably a striker, but I would say Bergwijn and another striker, William Jose. But it's all gone. It's all in the past. It's all in the past. I can't really talk about it anymore. So when we start seeing reports of, you know, and 
so talking about goalkeeper, we all know I've mentioned all these things in my previous episodes over and over again. Goalkeeper, centre back, left back, right back, defensive midfielder, a striker, another right winger, maybe a right winger, because Bergvine and Son they are both they both play on the left. Kane is up front. So we need a right winger. Lucas Mora is the only right winger sports have right now. The only right winger. Okay, Lamela, but yeah, Lamela too. But Lamela can't stay on two legs, can't stand on two legs. He's always injured. Even though sports are stuck on both positions, Lamela, Lamela is always injured. So that means to tell you that sports can't rely on Lamela. We need another, we need another, another winger, a right winger. Maybe even just, I'll take just one because Lucas Mora can still do a job off the bench. But well, I don't think he's a starter already. I think he's. He's not a starter anymore. He, he can do a job of the bench, but somebody has to come in and be a starter. That's what sports actually need to come in, be a starter. So, like I said, I've always mentioned players that are like, and sports need a number 10. A number 10? Yeah, a number 10 is very important. I've said it before, sports don't really have to go out to break the bank. There are talents in England that are existing. I've mentioned this over and over again. Sports need another striker. There are talents in England also. A striker, not just a striker, a striker that is like 6'3. Different approach. Kane, Kane is very, you know, Kane is very good with the ball. I'm talking about a striker that you can ping the ball up to. Let's say you're playing against a lower team who's packing the balls. You need somebody who can head the ball, play headers. Because I've seen games when last season sports were playing um, Newcastle, West Brom, but for those teams that sports were winning 2 1 at the end, they brought on Yorente. Yorente was winning headers. It was headers, headers, it was those headers he was winning, knockdowns, you know, those little, little, little things that those kind of players bring to the game. This is exactly what you need in a team when you're chasing a game or when you need something. So, I have mentioned it before. I like Mitrovic at Fulham. Mitrovic is somebody I personally want Spurs to sign. I've always wanted him to sign since when he was at Anderlecht. He's a good, he's a good striker. He can come in, do a job. He's the same age as Kane. Competes with Kane. Different approach. Offers something very different. Spurs is number 10. I don't think Spurs have to go very far. The number 10 is looking at you in England right now. Guess who? I know Side Benrahma plays on the left, but Benrahma is like an attacking. You can play in that hole behind the striker. Side Benrahma is the number 10 you need. And I know Dele Ali is, you know, can play there, but he's not really the number 10. Creativity is not coming from him. So, Side Benrahma, in my opinion, is that number 10 that Spurs need right now. Or you could push um, Tangi to the number 10, but he has played there and he wasn't really effective. But I'm talking about creativity from the team. Creativity, right? I would like Benrahma to be to be a signing that Spurs should make. I like him a lot. I like his dribbling, his mazy runs. So Benrahma, a bit razor is there. Then a DM. Spurs don't really have to go very far to get a DM. Spurs can get in Abdullah Dokore from Watford. I mean, these are things I've mentioned. I, would, I don't mind mentioning them over and over again. And I've got, I've got reports that Alex Tejas could be available for 20 mil in the summer. His contract is expiring. He's available for 20 mil in the summer. That is that is a bargain. It's supposed to be going out to try and get Alex Tejas. Right fullback. Like I said, I don't rate Aurier. I don't rate Sanchez. Why? They have mistakes in them. They are not people that they could be there, but they are not starters in my opinion. They could. They are people who could who you can come in and do a job. Maybe when the main guys, the main the main players are not fit or they are injured. If you want to win something, you have to minimize your errors to the to the most to the most to the nearest zero. I know there's always this point, one zero one or something, but you have to minimize your errors. The risk, the risk has to minimize, and you're not minimizing risk by having these guys in centre back. Or he, I mean, the Leipzig game, he headed the ball back. Oh my goodness, I can't begin to, I can't remember it. His error, centre back Sanchez, 
he has good games, but the odd game is yeah, is shaky. Eric Dyer, I've been impressed with Eric Dyer recently. I like the fact that he has stepped up. So maybe he could be a good centre back. Maybe I can we can understand why Mourinho is not really keen on selling him. But it could be if he can if he can turn into a good centre back, why not? I wanted him sold, but I mean his performance recently as centre back has been really good. So I don't mind him being him staying at centre back because he has made really good tackles. His position is good. His movement is good so far. So we'll see. So this is just my opinion, but if we don't sign these guys I've mentioned, just need just needing new bodies, right? Getting bodies into the team. So Lewis, obviously, Charles have been chasing Lewis Campo since they got Mourinho, Joe Sacramento from Lille. Sacramento is from Lille, and he left Lille from assistant manager and came to follow Mourinho to Spurs as the assistant manager. Because I've seen him, I've seen some clips of some old Lille games. I saw him on the bench. I was watching Victor Osime, Nigerian striker. I was watching Osime's clips on YouTube. And I saw when Osima scored the goal and he ran to the coaching side and I saw Sacramento and I said, oh, Sacramento was working here. So, Spurs are going to Sacramento. Spurs could get Luis Campo too. Now, um, when I come back, I'm, I'm going to take another break and when I come back, I'll talk about Danny Levy in all this situation. So, bear with me, I'll talk about this. So, Luis Campo, Sacramento. These are the guys. Sacramento is just, Luis Campo is known for talents like Mbappe, Sanchez, sorry, Silva. Most of the top talents you see in the world right now he's sort of scouting a lot of them so he's, he has very good eye in recruitment so um this is just what i think this is on the transfer window so i'm going to take another break and when i get back i'll talk about that i live in all this um over the past few years i'm going to talk about this so i'm going to take a break and i'll be back very soon and i'm back okay so um like i said i was going to talk about the living all this situation i'm going to talk about the living now the living in all this comes in now there's always a talk of no money sports haven't been spending money haven't been spending money and all that sports can't spend the truth is sports are in a situation where they have to spend and to win titles i mean you may call me delusional but sports have they are a big team right now they're the eighth richest team in the world so they they have one of the best even the best stadium in the world it's the most modern stadium in the world so the stadium is bringing in cash so sports have it right now they have it in the bank right now now you could say over the years, Pochettino was really close. He, he built a project for sports where he thought that sports could help sports win things, right? Now, I Pochettino did a fine work, but I think it was time to move on. But I'm not going to talk. I think that was time to move on. Um, sports didn't have money to spend at the time. We could make the argument for Levy. Now, I mean, there's there's a camp in sports, right? There's Levy out and Levy in. There's a Levy out squad who think that Levy has to go because 20 years, no trophies and all that. There's a part who says 20 years before leaving, sports were winning trophies. Now sports have won only one league cup in 20 years or two league cup or something in 20 years since Enik has taken over. Yeah, okay, one FA cup, one league cup, one trophy. It's unacceptable. Enik out. Now, Levy out. There are cases. Now, there are different topics of discussion. There are different camps. I'm very indifferent on the situation because I'm always looking at things in context. I don't really take things because stats stats is just very open, right? Someone could say Lo Celso, he has zero assists and zero goals, right? Someone could say, oh, Lo Celso is one of the worst. He's, he's a very terrible player. as a flop. You could say it's a flop and everything, right? Why? Because his stats are not as good as Lingard and others. But when you watch him play, you understand why he's so important to sports. You understand because his his play his runs those movements he makes in midfield they are the reasons why they are just the movements that he makes that pulls players he pulls players with movement he draws players with movement creating space I remember the assist he made for the penalty against Burnley when he passed to Lamela 
Lamela was already free on the right. Like the movement in midfield is so important. Those runs he makes, even though he doesn't have an assist yet or a goal yet, those that movement, those runs, those tackles in midfield, that's what sets him apart. You know, that's exactly everybody can see this. It's just when you look at the style, you'll be like, oh, it's very but when you look at this is exactly well, so I like that's off that's a little bit deviating, but I like looking at this in context. And when I look at this in context, you could say twenty years, but sports were not really big a big fry. Sports were sports were relegation folders, right? Bottom half finishes and all that, right? In the early thousands. Even in even in years when even in the late noughties, the late nineties, the early noughties, um the, the trophies that sports were winning in those times they won most of them were won in the eighties and the early nineties. And sports are suffering a decline in the late nineties because you know they're suffering a decline because of money issues. And they were sold from Al- Al- under Alan Sugar. I suppose they were sold to Joe Lewis. Levy is the chairman and Joe Lewis is the owner. He's a billionaire too. Now when you look at all these things, Levy was able to was able to make the club grow from that relegation folder, relegation scrap. And they grow gradually. Now, if you're, you can't tell me you're thinking of trophies when you are battling relegation, trying to stay up in the league. You can't tell me you're thinking of trophies. So, sports gradually grew and grew and grew and became this team they are right now. Now, it's built a stadium, make them an attractive brand where they can attract players. Okay? So, now, sports are a known team worldwide. Sports have more fans than... Even when I joined, I started supporting sports 2009. Sports have more fans now than 2009. Okay? So, that's... Um, that's, in my opinion, it's good. So we can look at things in context and say no trophies, but then again we have to understand there's good work done. Now my frustration has always been with the signings, right? When getting cheaper options instead of actually getting signings, because there was a time when the Redknapp was still the manager and he expected Levy to by January to make some signings, and he went and got in. He tried to get Carlos Tevez, and then I can't remember the centre back he always tried, tried to get. So if Spurs are getting those guys, Spurs may have actually challenged and actually won the league. Spurs were second by Christmas. Around that period, second by Christmas, Spurs just needed some new signings to push on, and couldn't get them. And he got Luis Suarez and Nelson, and these guys just killed the entire ch- title challenge. So this is the thing with Spurs right now, at the time. So Levy, in question, people are talking about him being tight. It is what has let Spurs become this team that Spurs are. That is method. But now people have seen that Spurs are a rich team. They've seen the success of Spurs. So you can't really use, you can't lie to people anymore. You can't try and be play tight. You can't try and run a tight shift anymore because these teams know you have money and they're going to charge you for their players that you want. We've seen that with Lucelso and Tangi. These guys are going to already charge you. They're not going to come and say, oh, you're a team. Okay, let's give you this for this. No, they know you're the HHS team now. You've made 400 million pound profit already recently. They know that you have money to spend. So, sports have to spend money this summer and it's not... Most, and I don't like dwelling on the past. I don't like looking at the past where people say, "Oh, sports could have signed this guy." Sports. I'm not, I don't really looking at those things because if you look at those things, you just end up getting angry. Angry, and there's nothing you can do about it. Sports could have signed money. Sports could have signed this guy. Could have signed. I'm like, no, oh God, I don't know, man. Then Paul Mitchell. Talk about Paul Mitchell leaving sports too back in 2017 or something when they said, "Oh, he has gone to Leipzig." Now, in context, it's all in context, right? In context, yes, he's doing a fantastic job at Leipzig, but who did he sign at Leipzig? He had only brought in Uncuku, Christopher Uncuku at Leipzig. The other guys were there before he got there. So people should stop trying. Now they're trying to say, oh, Paul Mitchell. When he was at Spurs, who brought in? The players he brought in, right? He didn't really bring in any much players. Dele Ali was recommended by David Platt. So Spurs got David Platt behind his back from MK Dons. Spurs didn't really get. Um, Dele Ali because of Paul Mitchell then. So what exactly is the work that we can say he did 
Nje, Vincent Janssen. Look, he said, okay, he wanted Sergio Mane, he wanted Wijnaldum. Yes, but what if Wijnaldum and this guy didn't turn out? Because they turned out good already. That's why people are talking about all these things. If these guys didn't turn out good, they won't remind us. There's no need to dwell on it, but all these things just bring divisiveness. And it's just to sell papers. Where fans just get angry on this. Why are you pissing yourself off, yourself off just because you want to... Um, you just want to beat Levy with a new stick. It's over, it's over, it's gone, it's gone. That's just my take on it. So, getting it, I, I, I personally think Levy should stay away from transfers. I think he's, he, shouldn't, he should stay away from transfers. If someone wants signing players, he should stay away. He shouldn't bother himself trying to get players or anything. He should stay away from transfers. That's my opinion. I also think that he should, um, he should... You should um, bring in, like, Luis Campo will come in, handle anything transfer. Luis Campo should just be the one handling it. You shouldn't, shouldn't be Levy trying to manipulate and trying to talk about it. I think Campo should come in, handle transfers, and Levy should stay with, stay, in, stay in his lane. <laughs> yeah, man, it's true. He should just stay in his lane. Stay in, the part, stay in the part where we know he's best at. And that's that's basically it, man. I mean, this is just my my view. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm just waiting till this summer to come to know if I'm leaving out or not. Because this summer will tell. Over the years, we've had excuses. Oh, there's no money. There's no this. There's no that. Sports have achieved everything they need to achieve. They've been. They've made the money. They are the biggest team. They are big. They are the eighth richest team. They have the best stadium. Everything attract. Everything. They have Mourinho. Everything possible to attract new players. They have it with them right now. So this summer. I expect sports to go all out and sign players and address this situation, this position. I expect sports to do that, not try and wait to, not try and get the best possible. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, I'm going to the market, getting players signed early. You know, this is what I expect. They did that with Tangi Dombele last season. It worked. This season too, try and go out again and sign. That's just my, my view on everything. So I'll be back on Wednesday, record a new episode on Wednesday. Hopefully... Um, I'll have more things to talk about and I have some topics I could potentially address too during the week. More topics could arise during the week. So this is just my episode for this week and we hope football comes back as soon as possible. And I hope the world is fine. Most importantly, not football, but just the world. Not just football, but the world is fine. Because this coronavirus thing is just really, really scary, man. I, I've never seen, I mean, I've never seen the world in this state in my lifetime. I'm really young too, but I mean, who, who has seen the world in this? Who is old enough to see the world? During the World War, nobody's. I don't think you have to be really in your 80s. You have to be in your 80s to see the world in that state. But right now, I've not seen the world in this state in that space of time, and it's really scary, I must say. So, um, I hope everybody's safe wherever they are. We're listening. Pray you're safe. I pray everyone is safe. And thanks for listening. Till on Wednesday. Okay.